You're listening to DraftKings Network. Greetings. If you're watching this, something has gone terribly wrong. What began as a clever bit to disguise the fact that we were in Las Vegas for a long time has now turned into a real live living nightmare. It's been 83 days and we are still stranded in the bowels of Thomas and Macarena. If you're watching this, please send help. May God have mercy on our souls. Please, my family. This is what happens when the SAG goes on strike. Welcome to the show, Oddball, the co-host, Charlotte Wilder, the host, Amino Hassan, the setting. I'm in Miami right now. Charlotte, you're in New York. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you're right next to me, but I assure you, Las Vegas is far, far, far behind us for today, for this week of actual studio shows that we're going to be doing. Yes, it might look like we are in Las Vegas. It might look like we are stuck in an endless loop of Summer League, but make no mistake... We escaped. This is just like a glitch in the system. It's something wrong with you, actually. Just tap your TV a little bit. Maybe there's something wrong with your reception. Smack it. But don't smack it too hard because we've got a hell of a show for you. We sure do. I sit down with Karan Butler. He's head coach of the Summer League team from Miami this, this summer. Uh, he's obviously an assistant coach of the Miami Heat. He's a 2011 NBA champion. And he played a really big part in Caleb Martin becoming a Miami Heat player. I talked to him about that and a lot, lot more. You don't want to miss that like Charlotte did. I missed it because we had a half-hour warning that it was happening, and it was before... Enough of your excuses. Also, we play a game that you may or may not have seen us play before because I don't know where we are in the multiverse or the timeline, but it's called the segment where we read uh, posts from NBA Reddit and watch the other one react to it. Right? Is that that I yeah, get, yeah. We it's called we read NBA we read stuff on NBA Reddit and to the other person and they have to react to it. NBA read it. NBA still blows my mind. Really mm. didn't know that that's why they well, call you, it that. They don't know that yet because that part hasn't happened yet, but it's gonna happen and you're gonna figure it out. Great show. Now Charlotte, you yes. were saying you were complaining about your tardiness. No, I wasn't complaining about my tardiness. I, I apologize. She wasn't complaining about her tardiness. She wasn't tardy. She just didn't show up. Because when you're a woman on television, you have to put makeup on or everyone's like, oh, why isn't she wearing makeup? People have tweeted at me if I haven't had as much makeup on as normal and said, are you trying to terrify us with your face? To which I say, yes, I hope you are very, very scared. I didn't have time to put my makeup on because the call time got shifted, which is why I wasn't there, which is why I'm so excited to watch this interview along with you and see what Mr. Butler had to say. Way to bring it back right there at the end, because I thought you were going to go on a long diatribe about how you're going to start not wearing makeup just to scare people on purpose, which is something you told me. I'm not, I didn't bring it up. I didn't make it up. I just, I, just, I'm not, I have no inside information. I don't know anything. I did. I said, I'm just going to show up and stop wearing makeup because I think it's a garbage double standard. I think it's garbage too. What, how old were you when you started wearing makeup though? I don't know. I don't wear that much makeup unless I'm on set. Uh, there you go. You should have just established. Here, let me give you some hints Ugh. from a vet. Okay. If you just establish this is how I am when I yeah. walk in the door, they got nothing better to do. They got to just accept it. Like, they're not like, what? I know, but like. Once you show up fancy, then they're like, okay, they want the fancy every single time. Yeah, well, let's be honest. I mean, I'm also vain. Yeah, see, there you go. Vanity. Thy name is Charlotte Wilder. 
It's also on me. Um, yeah. So was it was it a good interview? It was a Did great I interview. miss a great time? You missed a great time. Uh, we we went to Heat practice mm-hmm. and we interviewed uh, we we interviewed Karan right there in the lobby of the practice facility for the UNLV Running Rebels. And right in the middle of it, they have this glass case with the national championship that Stacey oh. Ogman and Larry Johnson, those guys won. And it's on this thing that rotates constantly. No way. It's a really, really cool practice facility. Like, if I was a kid on a recruiting trip, walking through that lobby would be, I would be impressed. It would get you? It would get me. It would get me. They also have, like, like all the Nike sneakers that they get. Like, they got the KDs. They got some Dunks that are just sitting there. I was like, you know, they got uh, mannequins that are wearing, um, like, a tech... Uh, tech fleeces and all that stuff and i was like you know what this stuff looks like my size i wonder you know, did you just, take any are we about to see well, you in a bunch of unlv stuff if you see me looking like a running rebel then <sighs> don't say anything you don't, know don't mention nothing. i've been to the ohio state practice facility yeah. which is insane and they have a whole wall of like a tunnel of brawn shoes because yeah. you know he's because he's a big pretend yeah you know, he, well, he doesn't pretend he uh, like he yeah, li- he's a big ohio i'm state being fan. An, i'm being a jerk although you know if he had gone to college you know where he would have gone right yeah. Akron. Right. It would have been an Akron zip. Is that what they are? The Akron I always forget zips, that. Yeah. The zips. The zips. That's an amazing name. Now, Charlotte, I'm very like self-conscious about, we do the show out of Miami, as you can see, beautiful tropical Miami, mm-hmm. Biscayne Bay right behind me there. Um, I feel like sometimes we come across as a little bit too Miami-centric. We're trying to do a thing here, kid. I liked it. Beat it. Mm, stick around. No, beat no. it really. Mm. Yeah, I feel like we're a little too Miami centric sometimes. Now, you as an outsider, mm-hmm. both new to the company and also you're in New York City, you're yep. from Boston. Do you feel like sometimes the content that Metalwalk Media puts out is a little too Miami centric? Well, I don't want to bite the hand that feeds me. You better watch your ass. Think it, really it, carefully when you answer this question. Is it too Miami centric? No. Is there a lot of Miami talk? There is. Does it make sense? Because everyone's in Miami? It does. Are we going to branch out beyond that? We are. Do you have any more questions? I don't. Oddball. Welcome back to Oddball. I'm still here in Vegas. I'm tired. I want to go home. They're making me do multiple takes. I got guests waiting. The bus is waiting, and we're over here still doing this. But I got Karan Butler with me here. This man is a legend. He's an icon. He went to UConn and was a, a was amazing there. I'm messing up the intro that I did earlier that was way better. He, he won an NBA championship in 2011, multiple-time All-Star, one of the toughest dudes in the league, and the recipient of a nickname, Tough Juice. Karan, how did that nickname come about? Well, first and foremost, that introduction, I'm about to take you on the road with me. That, that was amazing. I like that <laughs> intro. Um, it really came from Eddie Jordan. He's my coach with the Washington Wizards. Uh, I played through a lot of nagging injuries and things like that. You know, when people said that I probably was going to be out, whatever, I figured out a way to get on the court and perform at the best of my ability. And he just said, man, you are tough. You know the rest. And tough juice is stuck. Do they still call you tough juice? Yeah, uh, obviously not my players, uh, but, you know, my comrades, my people that I competed against at a high level, they still call me Tough Juice. That's something that stuck. I think one of the funny things about uh, guys like yourself who had great careers and then transitioned into coaching is at some point you reach a point where the guys you're coaching 
aren't familiar that you played in the league or they might know you played in the league, but they don't know your exploits. Have you hit that point yet with some of these guys? I know we got some real young guys here at Summer League. I have not. Um, a lot of the players, like I said, my dad told me about you. Or my, you know, my coach told me about you. Like, really pick his mind and learn the game and receive the information. So, I have had a great experience with that. It was a couple guys that didn't know I had a, a first step to me, and they learned in scout sessions. You know, Spo put me out there sometime with the guys, and I just, you know, show them a little something. But, you know, as I get in better shape, they see the flashes. All right, so your alma mater, UConn, won the national championship this year. Uh, first of all, where were you when it happened? <laughs> Some Rob, <laughs> Rob over here hating. Uh, yeah, what, where were you when it happened, and uh, what was the vibe like among the alumni? Y'all keep in contact and stuff like that. So everybody was there. Me, uh, Ray Allen, Rip. Uh, you name it, everybody. Like Ben Gordon, everybody was there. And um, I was there at the game, my wife, my family. Uh, she went to University of Connecticut as well. It was just amazing. We keep in contact. We're always, you know, sharing text messages, funny things, memes, you know, whatever the case. Um, but that fraternity is real. You know, once you go into that, that, that culture and to that university, you're connected for life. All right, Karan, you're the head coach of the Summer League team here. Um, obviously, most of these guys are not going to be on the team or, or, or part of the program, but the Miami Heat, you guys are very big on culture and you do it the same way. I know the stuff y'all do in Miami is the same stuff you do up in Sioux Falls and the same stuff you do here. But now you're the guy who's kind of the point man in delivering that to these guys. How, what, what preparation do you go through before you start working with these guys here to make sure that uh, you guys are consistent basically with the ideals of the organization? Well, you know, the terminology is so important. So I think about the process of how I was taught and everybody learns differently. So that's key. You think about everyone's why. And once you understand every player why, and we did that in the first team meeting, you know how to coach them. You know how to move the needle in their process. So, you know, taking that time to do that, now I know exactly how to tell them and coach them on the principles of what it takes to put on this Miami Heat uniform. The obviously the season didn't end the way you guys wanted it to. You lost in the finals. How long does it take for you to kind of process and recover from that and look for the next thing? Does that happen on the flight home? Does that happen a week later? What, what's the, what's, I guess, what's the recovery like after that happens? Yeah, I'm, I'm still uh, processing it. You know, it is, you know, and still constantly working throughout summer league, coming up with solutions, whether it's defensive schemes and other things that could possibly work going forward. But it's a learning lesson. And the best thing about that lesson is just, you know, staying goal oriented and coming up with solutions to move the needle going forward in the next season. One of the real bright spots during the playoff run was Caleb Martin. Uh, the story came out that how he came to be at the Miami Heat. You played a big part in that. J. Cole played a big part in that. Um, do you remember the converse, the original conversation and what it was when it came to Cole asking you about Caleb? Yeah, he literally said, do you have a roster spot? And I was like, bro, we don't have no roster spots, but I'll tell you what we do have. Uh, we have a potential two-way situation. And he was like, bro, if you can make it happen, make it happen. And this is like literally a week before training camp. So we're moving a lot of pieces. We have the, the coaches retreat. And I just brought it to the table for everyone. And uh, we expedited the process where we got him in front of the brass, Coach Riley, 
Mickey, everyone, um, Adam, and they loved them. And I just stayed, I, I stayed on point with putting pressure on them, just saying, look, this, this is being uh, the world to me. If you bring this talent in here, I know that he can move the needle in our process and help us. And I think the rest is history, what he's been able to do. All right, Carl, I, I, I can't let you go without asking you about this. This is a few years ago, you were on NBA TV. You had the hair. Oh, <laughs> hey, this, this went from serious to that. Hey, hey man, look, this is serious. No, this is the serious part. All that stuff was just, that was the softball stuff. We're about to get into the real stuff right now. What was it, first of all? As I, I didn't even know what it was. It a, a unit? What was it? No, it, it, it was a unit, but I'm going to tell you how it happened because people need to understand this. It's, it's, I'm not no clown. It ain't like I just went in there with a hairpiece. Uh, what happened was Grant Hill was filming this Fila commercial or this old school commercial and they put the box cut back on. Him. So the lady was in there doing it and I, somebody made a bet with me. Shaq was included. It was like, hey, I bet you won't go on TV with that. I was like, I don't need the money, but I'll do it just on GP. And that's exactly what happened. I put the unit on and then it became a thing. I put the uh, unit on twice when I was with Spectrum just messing with them. So it was just a fun thing I started doing. I'm trying to remember, but I think there was a story, it might even been a video, that your daughter was watching on TV. She started crying. Gia was literally crying. I said, baby, do me a favor, turn on the TV. Daddy about to come on in about five minutes. I want y'all to cut on, turn on the TV, but record yourself. I didn't say post it, and they did. And that's why it went viral. But I said, just turn on the TV so I can see your reaction when you see me on television. It's like, are you gonna wear a certain tie, a certain suit? I said, it's something, I got something for you. And they just lost it. It's crazy. He's Karan Butler, he's the head coach of the Heat Summer League team, assistant coach with the team. Thanks a lot, brother. Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shea and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy for the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make six trophies your go to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Welcome back to Oddball. Uh, we're going to play a game that our producers came up with last time and I guess mixed results, how it went. I don't know how we, I, I, I don't know how we did. 
We didn't bet much. Well, a lot of the bets were ridiculous. The, the segment is called Bet the Show. In this segment, the producers provide us with content with a premise mm -hmm. that we are either supposed to bet on or bet against, or maybe not bet against. I don't Just know. Just bet on. Just bet on. All yeah. right. I guess. And if it comes true, then we get a reward of some sort. And if we lose the bet, then we, we get, get punished. punished. And the punishments have been... The rewards and punishments have been very weird. But they said, let's do it again, so let's do it again. We're let's, doing it again. I'm going to start. Yep. Charlotte, the yes. bet is the Thompson twins will collectively average more points per game than the Morris twins and the Martin twins combined. So Marcus Morris and Marquise Morris, what they score, yes. combine that, and then combine that with what Cody and Caleb Martin score. And that final number of those four players is going to be less than what the Thompson Twins average. Yes. As rookies. Yes. For two of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> Do you want to hear the wager? Or? Yeah, okay. I would, yeah, just hit the, might as well. Are you willing to bet your travel budget? If okay, here once again. If you win, you get two free check bags and extra leg room. I already okay. Yep, exactly. Okay. There it is. No, it's there, fine. No, keep, no, good. No. keep reading it. Keep reading right. it. We'll get into it. If after. you lose, mm -hmm. you might have to drive to Miami from Phoenix for the week. How could you enforce that? I'm just gonna show up like panting out of breath. <sighs> I ran as fast <laughs> as I could. Um I'm not taking a bet. I'm not I wouldn't take that bet. The Thompson twins are not gonna average more than what four players average. And I get it. Marquise yeah. is kind of at the end of his career, it feels like. Marcus, he's uh, a fringe player on the rotation as of right now. But Caleb and Cody Martin are both rotation players. And, you know, they get they get minutes, opportunities, shots. I'm not I don't even think I don't even think I would take the Thompson twins will will score more points than the, the Martin, Martin twins, twins combined. Just alone? Maybe we should should we adjust it? No. Producer says you can't adjust no, it. No, he's You're going Yes, we can adjust it. I'm not taking it. Good. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that clarification. Uh, <clears throat> bet. James Harden will play only for the Sixers this season. Wager. Do you want to hear the wager? Yes, the wager. Are you willing to bet your chair? If you win, you're getting a fancy new chair with a massager and a heated seat. If you lose, you got to stand all show. Again, I, I wanted to do the show standing up. I, I like. I feel like at this point they're just pulling from conversations I've had in the past, and that's where all these wagers are coming from. We're being trolled. We're being actively trolled on our own show. Shocker. Um, James Harden will play only for the Sixers this season. Um, I don't know. He and Tobias Harris were hanging out at the White Party, which is about as good an indication as anything. Him and Joel Embiid were hanging out at the Ruben Party, the yeah. MBPA uh, Fanatics Party, so... I, I'm not taking that bet, though. I think he'd get traded, so. All right, well, I'm not we're not getting a, a massager in a heated seat that, anyway, that's so That's also whatever. not happening, okay. so. Uh, your turn. <clears throat> All right. After 20 games a season, mm -hmm. the Celtics will have the best record in the league. <laughs> this, again, this is all based. So the entirety of this bit is just things that we've had conversations about. <clears throat> Are you willing to bet your kicks? If you win, a pair of your choice. Oh. If you lose, you have to wear Crocs with no gibbets. Repeat, no gibbets okay. or charms of any kind. Okay. Can I have this one? 
Yeah. Because, first of all, I already wear Crocs with no <coughs> gibbets. Second See? of all, I would get new shoes. What? It's the, bad? The, the bed is off now. Gibbets are not cool. Do you think gibbets on Crocs are cool? Like the little... I, I, Charlotte, I was born in 1979. Yeah. Crocs are not cool. <laughs> we finally know how old Amin is. There you go. Um... This is awful because they're not going to have they're not going to have the best record in the league, I don't think. But I am willing. I'm going to take this bet because if they do have the best record in the league, then I get new shoes, and if I don't, I'll just wear Crocs. Can I? Can I? Can I also bet? Or does, does it only yes. Hurt? Yes. I, I'm also going to take that bet simply because a it doesn't say how long I have to wear the Crocs, so I could do it for <laughs> one segment. B it says a pair of your choice of shoes. I'm going to pick the most expensive shoes known to man. I'm going to go on eBay, find out what they are, get them, and then sell them promptly. Oh, wow. There you go. That's using your I'm noggin. just going to get Gucci loafers and keep them. So. Ah, overrated. All right. Well, yeah, that and, was bet the show, guys. Oh, no, we got one more. Oh, sorry. One more. Okay. Jokic will average a triple-double going into the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to bet your social media team? Wait, are we just giving the away Thomas? Wait, the that Thomas... I want to keep talking. Okay, yeah. well, what, what is right. the... What's if the you win endless social content of your choice, if you lose an eight... What is it? Read it. What is it? If you lose an eight-year-old, does it? No, you don't get to pick which eight-year-old. <laughs> this is creepy. This is just... This is... I'm not... This is... Child labor? Is no, that, yeah, absolutely not. I yeah. can't even talk about this one. Is Jokic going to average a triple I'm going to take the bet. Yeah, okay. He was like a point one assists off uh, from averaging a triple double for the season, so I I don't think it's out of the question that he's gonna he can average a triple double at least through the All Star break. Yeah, I'll take it. But social content of my choice, what does that mean? I don't want to know. Does that mean like if I don't want to know what the social content? Of your all I is? want is Mariah Mills tweets, yeah, no. and that's it. No. Like, no. All right. Should I not gone there? All right. Well, that's well, that's bet that's the been show. bet the show. <laughs> Might have been the show, too. That was the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's we read stuff off of Reddit and then let the other one react to it. Yeah, we could build the whole plane out of this. Uh, I'm just going to call it, and I'm going to call it NBA Reddit. Now. Here's one for you. Okay. It's called question about Michael Jordan playing today. Okay. Would Michael Jordan attempt to play today mm -hmm. if there was a method to reconfigure slash enhance his body? Like either through biomechanical arms or legs or some Ooh. sort of biomolecular method that changes the character of how his body regenerates, like having some sort of Hashirama cells or whatever. Right. And I looked that up and that's a, a Naruto reference. Oh, nice. Yeah. Love and, Naruto. Yeah. So do you think that, <laughs> God, God bless the internet, do you think that if Michael Jordan could have biomechanical right. arms or legs, he would try to play today? So it's funny because I, I, I've, at first, I thought you would go with if he de-aged, right? If he did, oh. if he did basically what Harrison Ford did in the new Indiana Jones movie, and all of a sudden he's young again and he's jumping and and throwing the whip, as opposed to being like Robert De Niro in The Irishman, where he looks young but he still moves like he's seventy-eight years old. Yes, yes, so, yes. I would say if it's de-aging, I would say yes. The Naruto thing, I think he would absolutely do it. Mm -hmm. You could not wait to get on the floor and prove to everybody. That every all of them aren't as good as him. Yep. Now, if it's biomechanical, like if we're talking uh, like Bucky, the Winter Soldier, and he's got like <laughs> right. a robotic arm and stuff, 
I don't know because I think he'd feel like people are saying, well, it's just because of the arm or like you're, you're getting an unfair advantage. Yes, but what if it weren't public? Do you think he would do it if nobody knew? Like, say, say there was some technology mm. where he could like replace his bones with steel. Like, like adamantium? Put, sure. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. What is that? That's what Wolverine has. His, oh, his skeleton is right. made out of adamantium. Yeah, sure. He shoots up things. For the claws out of his uh, hands. Oh, that's no, how he does it. Yeah, huh. it's like All that. Right. Yeah. Fascinating. But I don't know. Or do you think he'd be if too was, worried it would leak? Uh, yeah, I think that's just too big of a risk. And because think about Barry Bonds, right? Barry Bonds was perhaps the greatest baseball player of all time, and then he started taking steroids, and then he did some other great stuff. But because of the steroid stuff, right. allegedly, allegedly, people tend to kind of erase everything he did prior to the PEDs. Which is kind of messed up because he was a Hall of Fame player before he took a single drug. He should be in the Hall of Fame. I think Michael Jordan would risk, I don't think he would risk, or he would want to risk, tarnishing his legacy to play for a couple more years right now. Now, if it's a de-aging process, he's all in and he'd be public with it. Like, and you don't think the de-aging is also a no. cheat because it's still his body yes. at that time. Yeah, because it just takes him back to where he actually was once upon a time as opposed to with cybernetics, we don't know. Cybernetics. Uh, yeah, that's that's the technical term. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a question for you. I mm -hmm. know everyone's always like, well, LeBron, MJ, but who would you most want to see MJ play today? Oh, oh, I was like, you were going to say who I most want to see DAs. I was going to say me. Um, <laughs> I'd want to see Michael Jordan mm -hmm. play against Jordan Poole. Really? Yeah. I did not see I, that I just, being your answer. I Why? Just because he strikes me as the kind of guy who would be very annoyed by Jordan Poole. And I want to see how... He, well, you know what? Let me take that back. Patrick Beverly. I'd love to see there Michael Jordan play against Patrick Beverly because he strikes me as the kind of person who would be annoyed by Patrick Beverly. At the same time, Patrick Beverly strikes me as the kind of person who would actually think he has a, cho a shot at guarding Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Do you think Draymond would also be in Ooh. that same camp? I would love to see MJ versus... Draymond. MJ versus Draymond would actually be good from a, oh, wow, how is he going to do it? Yeah. Kawhi Leonard's another one. Yep. Like, them matching wits. Those are, like, real basketball matchups, though. Right. Like, I just, see just the, want to see the carnage. Chaos. I want the carnage. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for... You know what? I want everybody to write in. Yes. And we got an email right here. You see the email? Send it in. And I want you to give us two things. One, a name for this segment. Two... Tell Charlotte she can stop saying thank you for watching individual segments. I forget. Did you see the guy on TikTok what? who does the dances with his fingers? What? He puts little high heels on. And oh, he... we're back. Uh, that's it for us today. Uh, see you next time. <laughs> it's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. 
Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 